Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace to the God. Peace. Excuse the lateness of the hour. Fell <laughs> <laughs> into the white man's trap. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know if I can say that's the white man's trap, but I think that Father Father Time is undefeated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed, we are back for another uh, thirty minutes. A short night tonight uh, of the Black Power Hour in mental thinking. This is a mental exercise in the effing universe. What's on, okay. Your, brother? Okay. okay, so I saw um, a text that you sent me about the social dilemma. Yes, sir. And I don't know if I had mentioned that in our last conversation or if you just had spontaneously um, just ran up on that that social dilemma because I, I know that last Friday that was a project for me and my family to watch together and I don't know if I brought it up in our podcast or not. Yes, so, okay. 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 Alright. Alright. So let's, let's, let's go from there. Yes, sir. Um, The Social Dilemma is a movie for everybody that's listening. Um, By the way, this is supposed to be funny, theoretically. (laughs) Um, Anybody that's listening uh, is um, a a movie about um, the way that we're being programmed. And um, they use Facebook as an example in this movie as one way that keeps us tied to this notion that we have to be liked and listened to. I hope we never get to that point in this uh, podcast where we have to get listened to or we have to become the product or Uh, solicit the product of your attention we merely want to have a conversation go Hmm. well I don't know how to respond to what you just said in that (laughs) um, I, I, I think by virtue of the fact that this is a podcast that you actually have to um, hmm. I, I think because of the way social media is is structured, mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't know how to get around that. Um, right. And and I think one of the, one of the key things that um, I took away from it was at, at some point in 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 what I was listening to, they said you you are either not either. But you are, if 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 you're not prescribing, or or if you are not buying the product, mm-hmm. then you are the product, <laughs> right? So so that means to me 
that, you know, when you think you're getting something free, like Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, whatever it is you think you're getting that's free, hmm. it's not actually free. Exactly. So so now, because, because they are vibing for your time. Hmm. So if, if you're not on, if, so if you're not on Facebook, you're on Snapchat. If you're not on Snapchat, you're on Instagram. But if you're not on Instagram, you're on some platform. And all Twitter, of them, tw- Twitter, whatever it is, they're all vibing for your time. Mm-hmm. So the, the, while you think you're on there for free, you're really not. Hmm. So, you know, as it relates to what you initially said, I don't know that you can have a platform, a social media platform, where you're not vibing for some attention at some point. Right. Other, uh, otherwise, you know, you defeat the purpose of being on that platform. Right. And that's what I want to do, brother. Defeat it. <laughs> Another one of the white man traps. <laughs> well, I don't I, see. Well, <laughs> it, it, then this, this starts to go into our whole conversation again about. <laughs> You know, we talked earlier um, in in an earlier podcast about Nick Cannon and him being prepared <laughs> for the conversation that that he had, I think, with Professor Griff mm-hmm. when he's talking about Jewish people and all, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I when we talk about falling into the white man's trap, as it relates to this, I don't know that it makes the argument of falling into the white man's trap. As it relates to, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm thinking about education, right? Like I hear a lot of people talk about, oh, getting an education is the white man's education, and blah 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 blah. Right. Blah. You know, and it's like, I, you know, I, you know, I'm a dude from the hood, right? I, I grew up in the streets and all the rest of that stuff. You know, have have all the bona fide things that come with being in, being from the streets. Right. And I don't know that that shit has gotten me any freaking where in life mm. outside of, you know, qualifications in the street, right? right? So, so as it relates to that, then that's fine. But as it relates to you know advancing in life, hmm. it, you know, you want to call it the white man's education, but if 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 you turn the white man's education, kind of like Brown versus Board of Education, if you turn that against him. Uh, and, and almost like the Constitution, you know, in that you start to say, okay, so if the, Const- the Constitution of the United States says all men are created equal, hmm. even even if they weren't talking about black men, they still said all men. So now hmm. you now you able to take that education and use it against them because you said because now you can say, well, the Constitution says all men, not white men, but all men. But you gotta have that education to be able to do that, right? Um, and if you don't, one of the one of the things that I sent you um, or you sent me was uh, what Rizla Islam said. Uh, a great defense that he gave to anybody talking about uh, Scientology and his affiliation with it was: um, there is nothing in the universe that is so called the white man's this or that 
we would fall into an even bigger trap if we think that um, knowledge and education are one of the things that are associated with a specific group. But all knowledge is for our resources, especially to get out of the situations that we find ourselves in as oppressed people. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 and, and so and here's the thing, like like I'm a member of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Mm. I'm also a member of Prince Hall Masonry. But when mm. you do the history of, of both of those organizations where people are like and, and and I know, but prior to me <laughs> of being a part of any of that, I, I grew up in a world where you could not be, it would be taboo to be a part of any of those organizations. But I right. have, have skirted all of that. And now I, I am a member, I have a membership in both. But I'm 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 saying it to say that when you learn the history of it, the history of it goes back to black people. Right. And and that's the crazy thing because it's like, you know. You know, in Islam, they say, "Oh, you can't be a Mason because because Masons, you know, they hide history." Mm. That's not it's it's not true. There's man, you you can't be a person that lived on the planet Earth today and can't research, you right. know, the Masonic order, right? And and the same way with being a part of Black Greek organization. If you know the history of Black Greek organization, you know it came from before there were Black Greeks, the white. Greeks stole it from Ethiopia, which was black. Hmm. So it's it's weird when I when I when I hear that because I'm like the person that's arguing with me about that says to me that you you don't know the history that you arguing, right? Because they're, they're limited in their um, understanding, absolutely, of the tools, absolutely. And absolutely. these are all tools, including the white man is a tool for us to use. Um, we're at the 10 minute mark in DF and Universe. We're gonna go to a break and we'll be right back. Peace. Peace. And we're back in DF and Universe. You know, Riza Islam made the valiant, a valiant point that all technology is here for us to use, and that's where we left off. And uh, we would be foolish to limit ourselves to all resources that are in the universe. They actually don't belong to anybody. The fact that we are here on a cell phone means that we are using technology that somebody created that we may not have to a uh, political agreement with. So we, we are using um, all of the technologies just to even communicate. Like this isn't even our language, American language, but we have to use it to communicate. So technology is out there for everyone to use, but I I I I think that we become stifled and antiquated in in staying stuck in a particular place, or staying stuck in a particular ideology, right? And in and, and and saying, you know, 
okay, let's say you're a father, right? But you're mm-hmm. raising a daughter. But you may mm-hmm. be 20, 30 years older than your daughter. But you're mm-hmm. still trying to use the ideology from 20, 30 years ago and where you grew up. It, right. it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense in that child's world, right? Right. Because you know, you you you're saying, oh well, I did this, oh I did this. And they're looking at you like a dinosaur and they're saying, Yeah, I mom, dad, whatever I get you, but that was 20, 30 years ago. Right. And I think when you can't grow from that perspective, it limits your ability to be able to to connect as technology or not technology but as the world you know goes on and you see that in that movie um uh uh, the social dilemma you know you know it's interesting in that you know in the time that we grew up right and, and and one of the things that, that that I do for a living is I look at um, cognitive growth, human growth and development, and the way that the mm-hmm. mind grows, right? And so in me looking at that, and me looking at social media, in the way that social media grows, and the way that the mind grows, it's interesting because, like, your mind doesn't grow at the rate that social media grows, right? So, for example, um, the way that you and I grew up, right? We we let's say we watched t- I, like I remember a time when TV didn't even have color. I know I'm showing my age, hmm. right? <laughs> but I remember a time when it didn't have color. Then I remember color came, hmm. and then I can remember when um, cable came. Hmm. But I can also remember a time when TV cut off at twelve o'clock. Midnight, there was like a flag that would come on. So, so you, 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 right? So there was never a time where you was bombarded with a particular uh, 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 ideology at one point. Like I remember when cartoons only came on on Saturday morning, Hmm. right? But now, now it's twenty four seven. So imagine your child coming up and posting a picture on social media and not because because the way that you and I have grown up, you may have gotten some negative connotation from at school, you know, a personal friends saying X, Y, Z about a picture. But imagine you posting a picture and now you get 20,000 negative views. Hmm. Right? Imagine how that plays on the psyche and mental development of that person at that <laughs> age, right? So if you imagine if you are 12, 13 year old, receiving, mm. you know, tons of negative uh, of feedback at one time. Mm. You know, so I'm what so what I'm saying is. You know, in, in me um, looking at the way that the mind develops cognitively over time, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you almost got to look at the mind kind of being antiquated 
in the way that social mm. media develops, in the way that the mind develops. But if you're going to put the two together, right, the way the social media is developing and the way the mind is developing, it's going to be a lot easier for you or that child to be depressed or feel depressed if mm. they if they are getting that type of negative interaction right you know uh uh that quickly and that often on a day-to-day basis right so and you had said to me um the, during the last podcast that you wanted to sh- show what had happened after you watched the uh movie The, the social dilemma, as as it relates to what happened in my household. Yeah, <clears throat> you said something funny happened, or something critical happened after after the uh, ironic happened after watching the movie. You sat down as a family and watched the movie. Yeah, well, I don't even remember that, but. Um, <laughs> Well, so, we, we'll we'll get back to that at another time. No, no, no. So, yeah. so, 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 so I'll, but, but I'll talk about what I remember happening, right? Because mm. I have a thirteen-year-old and I have a seventeen-year-old. Well, mm. he's about to be seventeen in a couple of days. But what mm. happened was my seventeen-year-old fell asleep at the end of the movie. <laughs> my thirteen-year-old, she watched it all the way through. So I have a male and female. <laughs> the male is seventeen. The uh, well, about to be seventeen. And my daughter is 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and and you know, my wife and, and all of us watched it together. Mm-hmm. And so I said to my son, the one that's about to be 17, as he was sleeping, I woke him up at the end of it. And I said, Oh, can you tell me what happened at the end of the movie? And he mm-hmm. was like, Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he attempted to try to explain what happened while I had watched him sleep for the last 15 minutes of the movie. And so I became extremely <laughs> agitated with him. And I said, you know what? And before you continue to talk, I am going to end this conversation because I'm getting frustrated with you. And how about you write me what you think happened at the end of the movie? So he, he left and went upstairs and he began to write and whatever. And so my wife and I was having a conversation with my daughter about the movie. So my son came out and he was able to put in, in writing what he um, had gotten from the movie, which was kind of accurate. Um, hmm. But I think it, it, for his age group, the attention span is, is, is really, really short, right? And so right. I think at some point in the movie, for him, things started to sound redundant and he started check, mm-hmm. he started checking out. Hmm. Right. And so, but in, in me reading the report that he went upstairs to write after I chastised him, and, and when I look back at that, I, I even said to myself, like, oh, this kid is almost 17 with the fact that he hmm. listened to me and went upstairs and did what I said to do. Mm-hmm. I was really appreciative of that. I didn't say that exactly to him. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I was appreciative that he was disciplined enough or that I had injected enough discipline over the time, mm-hmm. you know, of his lifespan that he was like, oh, my dad, seriously, let me go do blah, blah, blah. And then he <laughs> did that. 
Because he he could have rebelled him. I ain't going to write shit, right? Then I, right. I don't know what would happen at that point. <laughs> but I, the fact that I didn't have to go through that and that he did do that, I was, you know, I was appreciative. And, and when I read his, you know, report, I was like, okay. And so then at that point, I said, well, why do you think, or, or what do you think frustrated me? And initially he was like, I think he was frustrated because I fell asleep. I was like, nope, that's not it. I wasn't frustrated you fell asleep. I said, I was frustrated because you tried to explain something <laughs> that you did not see. Hmm. You wanted to make it seem like you saw the end of the movie when I saw you sleeping and now you're trying to tell me that I'm a fool or that, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about when I saw you <laughs> sleeping. Mm-hmm. So and we, we had the 10-minute mark in DF and Universe. We have one more segment left. And we'll be right back. Peace. And we are back in the effing universe. Are you ready? Let's do it. Medium comic comedically. Say um, it again. We are back in the effing universe, lightly, in theory. Um, solutions, brother. Quickly, uh, as we uh, try to end this synopsis in the 30 minute mark rather than a full hour tonight. What are we going to do about programming? I think we, we've actually come to a point where we understand that the technology, the education, and any other resources in the universe has no specific owner except those that will accept them to do whatever they need to do. Now, collectively as a group and collectively as individuals working on self-improvement, what are solutions to these programming traps that we find ourselves into? And I don't say traps as meaning the all in all to end all, but um, this is a trap. And these are scenarios. Um, what do we do mentally for toughness so that we actually use these tools to our advantage? Well, I think that's a subjective um, answer uh, because I think it, it, it's individual, right? Depending on what your motive is. I think that what you need to understand is what the people that allow you the, the freedom of these apps, what their motives are. So what I was saying to my my kids and what I, the reason why I wanted us to watch that movie mm-hmm. is I wanted them to understand that sometimes the way that they feel and the way that they think is not naturally the way that they think and feel, but is actually controlled by someone else. And I wanted them to be aware of that. So if they're feeling depressed, 
if they're feeling down, if they're feeling happy, if they're feeling a particular way, then I want them to understand that a lot of times, depending on where they are in social media, it, it, it's, it's designed for them to feel that way. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, if they're feeling depressed or if they're feeling happy, <clears throat> what social media has done with algorithms and things like that is, is they understand the way that you think. They almost become your brain, right? And the way your brain works is your brain is organized and structured in a way to protect you, mm-hmm. right? So let's move away from social media for a second and we'll come back to it, right? Mm-hmm. So from a psychological perspective, the way that your brain works is you have defense mechanisms set up in your brain that you're not cognizant of. But is but but they're there to protect you from particular anxieties and fears that you might have, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you know you I don't know you and I may have had this conversation in the past, but things that make you uncomfortable, right? Um, let's say you want to work out, but working out requires you um, some uncomfortability. So mm-hmm. your brain might talk you out of that, right? Mm-hmm. Your brain might say, not today, maybe tomorrow. You're not feeling so well. You know, you get enough sleep. You know, you know, it, 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 your brain is designed to make you comfortable, mm-hmm. right? So it starts to build up these mechanisms. And, and I, I, I could get into the tech, the technical term, terminology mm-hmm. of it. Um, because the technical terminology they have, we, we have something that we talk about in psychology, like sublimation, uh, suppression, repression, ro- uh, what is it, role, role regression, whatever. But but there's like eight different uh, 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 things that uh, uh, that your brain does automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, suppression, repression, you know. A difference between suppression and repression. Um, re- repression is kind of automatic. Suppression is something that you do intentionally. So let's say something happened to you in your childhood that was very difficult for you. You re- repression happens, right? Repression is is automatic. It's too painful, so your brain doesn't want to co- doesn't allow it to come up. But suppression is when you intentionally say. I don't want to think about this. I'm not going to do it. You know, sublimation is, let's say you you really like to hurt people, but you know it's not socially accept, uh, uh, acceptable. So let's say you become a boxer, mm-hmm. right? So you can beat people up. So that's sublimation. So, but anyway, so I don't want to get off on a tangent in these tech, technology terms of psychology. But anyway, um, well, well, that kind of lost my initial point. <laughs> the 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 point was what is the solution in in street lingo? What is the solution to um, the programming so that we actually do feel good, even though we're using this technology? Well, see, I I I think that's a double edged sword, right? 
the double edged sword is you you're not going to be able to get one without the other. Right. So which is why I wanted the solution since we agree that um it's a trap to believe that that somebody's actually um in charge of something or that's like acting white. What I wanted was the solution where we use this technology. We make people feel good, especially this next generation coming up because they have a different experience from us. How do we use social media to teach them about what happened in the context of a new day? I I think that what you end up doing is you end up going back and doing historically what has happened, right? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is you end up going back and doing what what we did historically with the Constitution, mm-hmm. right? And and we say, okay, the Constitution said all men, mm-hmm. right? And so we use that in the Brown versus Board of Education, mm-hmm. right? We use that in the relationship with um, Booker T. Washington and his relationship with Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Right, we 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 go we go back, even though it wasn't necessarily intended for for us and for our good. Mm-hmm. We end up going back and saying, "Okay, this is how we make it for our good." Hmm. Exactly, that is the point of all of this. How can we take anything and manipulate it to our own? One last um. Thing. We got two minutes left here. And if we go over, we go over. But um, can you speak to the, the fact that um, we may have subconsciously, not only that our, our children uh, um, passed those um, historic things in history, uh, they don't find them relevant. But there was something subconscious in us as parents, and we didn't want our children to face the the harshness that we had to face. So we we placed a um, a fantasy wall up that we now have to deconstruct to say, when you go outside, here's what you got to look for. Yeah, well, I, 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 I thought that you and I had a conversation about that, but mm-hmm. I, 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 if we have it, then let's have it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in that, what we have to be careful of um, in this day and time of being parents is that when we remove the barriers that we faced as kids, right? Mm-hmm then that child no longer suffers that barrier that, that you suffered because you removed it. Hmm. Right? So you you remove that barrier, you remove that wall. Hmm. But it doesn't mean that they don't still have you know, a wall or a barrier that has been created, even if, even if we trivialize it because it wasn't something that we experienced. And we look at what they're going through 
as a lesser experience, right? Because mm-hmm. we're like, so so for, for example, tonight my daughter, she came downstairs. It's interesting. Well, so let me um, what we call in psychology. Um, what's the, what's the word? Um, uh, uh, I I forget the exact word, but anyway, let me just you know interpersonal expose. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter came downstairs and she said, um, she she had created a PowerPoint, right? Mm-hmm. And she said um, that uh, I created this PowerPoint for an argument that I want to have, and it, it's on PowerPoint. So that said a lot to me. One, one, it said to me the conversations that I've had with her that she feels like she needs to have a battleground and she needs to have backup. You mm-hmm. know, she she just can't come to me with whatever. So she, she created a PowerPoint. So mm-hmm. her PowerPoint was why she should dye her hair, right? <laughs> or be able to dye her hair. So she created like a uh, uh, I want to say yeah, so I want to say she created like maybe um, uh, eight to nine PowerPoint slides you know, about why she should be able to um, dye her hair. <laughs> so I, you know, I validated her uh, opinion <laughs> by reading it. You know, so she, you know, I mean, she had incorporated slides of what the hair would look like, <laughs> how the hair could be healthy, how she was mature. You know, she she had, she had all these things in in this PowerPoint slide, right? <laughs> you know, about why she, you know. And, and she and then she had incorporated words like hy- hypothesis, you know, and you know, and all of this. So I was like, wow, okay, you know, uh, it, it is. She was like, my hypothesis is this. I was like, I don't even know if I was using that word at her age at thirteen, but you know, okay, okay, I get you, little girl. They are so, listening. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so you have a hypothesis and. You, you have a power, you know, but 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 what she she was she look, bruh, she was playing on me, right? She hmm. and what I mean by playing on me, hmm. she was she she watched me and knows me enough to say, hmm. you know what? See, my dad is kind of intellectual, so I'll play on his intellectual side. There you go, and create these slides because these slides <laughs> will show, you know, that I'm that that I'm doing something intellectual, you know that. I, <laughs> You know, I'm mean, educational, and so when I when I was looking and her at this, hair dying is beneficial for you, right? <laughs> so she was she was tying all this stuff into this. I was like, you know what? She's a marketing okay. genius already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and mind you, that's what a mom that's what a mom does for a living. Right. A mom, her mom is a is, is a mark. Uh, where a mom has a degree in marketing, mm-hmm. and that's what she does for a living. Is marketing. <laughs> So I'm like, she's playing her mom and me all right. into <laughs> this shit all at the same time. I was like, okay, okay, I, I see you, little girl. <laughs> so what I so what I ended up saying to her was, you know what? I appreciate what you did. I appreciate your intelligence. I appreciate, you know, what you did with the slides, you know, all that stuff. 
But here's the thing. When you start to talk about maturity in your slides, <laughs> I don't see maturity as coloring your hair. <laughs> you know, I see maturity as a, 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 you know, as a place of evolution, as growing. And I think that you're at a place right now in life where you think that that's evolution. I think that you're at a place in life where you think that you have evolved enough where you think you need to color your hair. You know, mm-hmm. And I personally think as an older adult, you know, coloring your hair right now is something that is temporary. Hmm. So we we went back and forth. You know, we're having an intellectual conversation about the whole thing about mm-hmm. her growing her hair and, 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 and painting her hair and what that meant and all the other stuff. So I said, well, I tell you what I, what I won't do is I won't rule it out. Mm-hmm. What we can do is come back at it a year from now <laughs> and have that conversation. If you still want it in a year from now, then you must be right. Right. <laughs> then or or or, or let's, it's let's, just or, a trend. Right. Or right. Or let's see the evolution. Hmm. Hmm. And that right there is where we'll leave it in the effing universe. A short night tonight. Um, we hope that um, we have solicited your mind for some thought-provoking issues without programming you to any certain way of thinking. Any last words, brother? No, I I I, I hope that. Um, um, we have dr- addressed, and I don't know that we have, um, the conversation of um, the movie, the social dilemma. We're gonna um, get into it tomorrow night, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, because I think that that movie was so in in depth, and I don't know that we have done it credibility in um, justice. Yeah, so um. If, if there was any points that you saw in the movie that, that you feel like you want to address directly, mm-hmm. um, definitely write those down. Okay. Kind of get it, kind of get into those. I'll teach um, you some talk. Yeah, about. yeah, because the 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 movie definitely hit hit on points, and I know that there were some points that I did not address, and I think there were some that I, that I keyed in on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there were so many throughout the movie that. I think that we definitely, you know, um, not just you and I, but the listening audience, you, you know, should probably, you know, uh, be in discussion about. Yes, sir. And we'll leave it at that. In the hour um, of Black Power thinking, another episode. Peace. Peace. Call you right back.